0: Welcome again to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. This week, we are talking to the folks at the Center of Family Love in Okarchi which for decades has been finding ways to bring Oklahomans with developmental disabilities into the workforce and make them uh, part of the community. But first, let's get into our question of the week. We asked you, which Oklahoma restaurant will you drive the farthest to patronize? First up is Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. There are many Um, that come to mind but I would have to say
1: for me it's probably the breakfast at Black Mesa Bed and Breakfast that's about a six hour drive for me Um, seven the way I do it because I like to stop I like to take my time Um, but it is worth it when I am in Vicki Roberts kitchen eating her amazing homemade biscuits with prickly pear jam Alright. It's not really a restaurant, but it's a it's a food experience that I would drive a long way for. <laughs> Managing Carly Ybarra. Uh
2: So, I helped fact check uh, Food Worth the Drive stories last year, and there Ben wrote about
3: a place
2: in Tulsa called Rendang? Rin, Rendang uh, and Rind- Co.? Rendang. Rendang yeah. and Co. And I am definitely going to drive up to Tulsa to eat at that place at some point this year, because Indonesian food is something I've never had, and it's something apparently very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I am super excited to try that place. Uh, Let me know when you so go, because I want to go with
3: you. Yeah, uh, so good. It, it blew me away, and just talking about just dish, dish after dish of things that I hadn't ever tried before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Yeah. Photo
4: editor Megan Rossman. Um... Well, I talk a good game, but I think probably the farthest I'm willing to drive for food is uh, from Edmond, or from Oklahoma City to Edmond. <laughs> um, and maybe, like, Jerusalem would be the oh, restaurant. I do like Jerusalem. But, yeah, I won't. I think about going to places that are farther, and then I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. um, you, gotta,
2: you get ice cream every time you're in Tulsa, though. That's true.
4: Yeah, but I'm, I don't go to Tulsa just to get ice cream. You yeah. know, like... Uh, I, I I need to have yeah. something else to and, do. And just, I'm not willing to drive very far for food, I guess. If you're sitting in your car or listening to this and thinking, you can't drive to Israel,
1: Megan. Jerusalem's a, right, a really great Mid- Middle Eastern restaurant in, in Edmond. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Uh, well, first, research editor Ben Lucian. <laughs> uh, ben had been on talking about Rendang, so yeah. I lost track. Yeah,
3: I've already talked already, but I'll <laughs> talk some more. I don't have any problem with we that. We love it when you talk. Um, so the best place I've gone, uh, the best restaurant I've gone to since I started working here is... Uh, Enrique's in uh, Ponca City. Oh, in the airport. yeah. The airport. I still oh, haven't gosh. been there. It's puffy so, chips. It, the so puffy bad. chips uh, <laughs> just blow me away. And to find all that uh, in an airport is really yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still dream about it all the time. So I need a return trip. <laughs> the exp—the food is amazing, but the experience of that place is
1: really fun, too, because yes. it is at the airport, and you can, like, sit there and watch. I mean, people will literally like, grab a plane and fly over there to have that. Yeah, It's so fun.
3: Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Every pro, I've hyped it up to all my friends. I so. mm-hmm. uh, if they're listening, this is the who has first
1: time, so you can do it quick.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: mine is also in Tulsa. Uh, it is uh, Coney Islander. I mm-hmm. it, that is Coney Islander is one of those places that like I let lo- we've got some we've got some good Coney Islands here mm-hmm. in in Oklahoma City. Yeah. There's other places that do good chili dogs, but mm, there's just something about something special about that. Tulsa that Coney Islander I want I want like one of those styrofoam plates with five little hot dogs covered in chili and cheese and jalapenos like and I will just I eat say, them we're s- doing this right before lunch and you're just <laughs> killing me I'm so, sorry.
1: Okay. I'm so what sorry did, what did our friends have to say on social media
0: so much uh, <laughs> um, man uh, let's see Jeannie Cowan Proctor said Bill's Fish House in Warica so good uh, she says I'm not a big fish fan uh, but but she loves that place uh, but her favorite place I guess is Cattleman's Steakhouse I don't know if that's That's (laughs) far enough. And even where you live, that could be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Janelle Quinlan said the Neff Brewery. uh, She says, we drive from Kansas City several times a year just for their food and drinks. Where is that? that? Great question.
1: <laughs> we'll find out. and we'll, yeah.
0: Here, I'll sit here and Google it. And- uh, Susan Yates said, "Jincy's Kitchen in Qualls, which we had featured in the magazine before, uh, it's in the Cookson Hills just outside of Tahlequah, made from scratch cooking at an eatery inside a 100-year-old general store built by the owner slash cook's grandmother. That's, fine. Uh, That's fun. Um, Neff Brewing, by the way, is in Tulsa. Okay. So I think we should all
1: go and check it out. Yeah. Because um, that sounds cool. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'll also say this the cattleman's thing made me think, you know, the drive gets a lot longer when you're hungry.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, This one I really like. Amber Davis said, uh, Del Rancho. In the years that we were stationed overseas, we missed their steak, sandwiches, and onion rings so badly. Del Rancho was always the first place we would go when we came home. Uh, We're home now and the nearest one's about 15 miles away. We also go to Ken's Steakhouse in Amber, about 40 miles away.
1: Wow, I haven't been to Ken's in so long. I think Uh, it's been probably 15 years since I've been to Ken's.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kristen Avon, uh, it's said Enrique's Mexican in Ponca City. Uh, uh, Let's see. Ryan Aaron had McGee's Catfish in Marietta, which Mm -hmm. I've been to. It's really, really good. Uh, Melissa Schwartz Jenkins has a whole This lady loves to drive. Uh, Marianne's in Krebs, Aishan's in Okarchi, Soda Steve's in Gore, (gasps) Catfish Roundup in Seminole, and El Patio in Ponca City. Huh. Uh, Deanne Clark Davis had uh, Salas Urban Cantina in Lawton. That's I've been cha- there. Yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's changed oh, like recently Solace. and uh, added new menu items. Uh, but she, this lady says she's eaten there for 65 years. It gets the same thing every time. They currently live 90 miles away, and they eat there at least five or six times a year. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, Eldon Toes said uh, Gripey Joe's Ranch House, in, Ranch House in Nash. Well, i got to try that just based on the name. Best chicken fried steak in Oklahoma, call before you go for open days and hours, cash only. I That's, will say that is a tall claim. Sir. Yeah. Best chicken yeah. fried steak in Oklahoma what, is a heck of a thing to declare. Place? So now I place? It's called Gripey Joe's Ranch House in Nash. We're trying hmm. it. Uh, Lilla, Lily uh, Guidry said Kendall's in Noble. I live in Texas now and still make the trip for that chicken fried steak. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Bondurant Anderson had Murphy's in uh, Bartlesville where yeah. you gotta go for that hot for the hot hamburger, amazing, um, and uh, and then you know, we we don't think about this all the time because we're here. But for a lot of people, Oklahoma City is the yeah. drive. Yeah. Jenny Minsberg uh, said the mule and pie junkie in the Plaza district. Oh which. yeah, across the street from you. Yeah, absolutely. Pie junkie, amazing. Yeah. Pie junkie. Uh, yes. Megan <laughs> <ladies, laughs> will drive to I feel pie, like pie junkie. Pie junkie.
1: I yeah. feel like ladies, That's... you're probably listening. The ladies of pie junkie, I know like us, and so yes. we, if you're listening.
0: We love you so much. (laughs) Senpai. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's talk to the folks at the Center of Family Love in Okarchi. And now we are very happy to welcome in Miss Debbie Espinosa from the Center of Family Love in Okarchi. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about the Center of Family Love, uh, Debbie.
5: Okay. Well, the Center of Family Love is a unique place. It's a place where we help uh, developmentally disabled adults succeed in life so we're a long term care facility for adults that are 18 to end of life our oldest resident uh, was 94 years old just passed away recently and um we uh he's probably there for 50 years okay. no 40 cuz we've been ave- we've been open 42 41 years so far and We were started in 1981 by uh, three men who were actually Knights of Columbus gentlemen that came together and said, what are we gonna do for our individuals, our children that live at home with us when we pass away? What will happen? At that time in the 80s, the structure for those with developmental disabilities was institutions. That's all that was available. Many of those institutions were, they housed from 100 to 150 individuals together. And at the time that these gentlemen uh, came together in 1981, they realized that wasn't the fit that they wanted for their children. So they came up with the idea that let's create a home where these Individuals can live together. And it was really pioneering in those days because um, we needed to change. We really needed to change something and create an environment where these individuals could thrive and learn and grow. And so that came, they did a grassroots effort throughout the state of Oklahoma and they began what was called the Center of Family Love. And it literally changed the lives of individuals. And more and more people began picking up on that concept. Now, the difference today is that we have become, we've come to that point where we realized that was great. That was a great concept, but we have to change that now. Mm-hmm. Because what we've grown to know is that was more like a nursing model. It was more custodial. It was a way to allow uh, specific care and attention, but not <clears throat> what we've realized now is we need more. We yeah. need more than just custodial care. We need to be able to help these individuals, not just um, thrive, but to be able to use their abilities in the world. And I think we um, we have discovered that they do have unique gifts. That are not only good for them to grow and develop, but that could be a true asset to our world, to the to the things that we're realizing they can become and that they can not only infuse in our world and become an asset, but a gift, not a a gift to businesses, a gift to um, industries like never before. And I think that we just haven't tapped into that in the past. And now we're beginning to see, and it, it became apparent as we began infusing them in small tasks in businesses. But we realized they can do so much more. And so it's kind of an exciting time. It's a transition. It's a paradigm shift from nursing nursing to more of education, development, and training. And when I say training, I don't mean just in this fact that we can train them to do menial tasks, yes. but that they, they're designed um, to do so much more. And we just haven't ever uh, developed that. So that's what we're doing now. That's the exciting things that are are happening in at the Center of Family Love currently. Yeah. Well, and,
0: and, um, to speak to that a little bit more, the vocational side of it really is about finding purpose and meaning um, in a lot of ways. It's, it, you know, um, obviously people need care and, and people with uh, special needs need uh, more care. But um, but having a place where they uh, where they they feel useful, uh, yes. where they where they feel uh, like everybody else. I mean really that I think people uh, so many of us who have jobs a lot of times are like oh I got to go to work and mm-hmm. we forget that it's it's actually really great to feel needed to to be wanted to be useful and helpful. Um, and it and it infuses our lives with with the purpose uh, that that sometimes we don't otherwise
5: have. Absolutely. I think um just like you said, when we wake up every day, we want to have a purpose and a, a reason for existing in this world. We want to make a difference. Yeah. And we've seen that in our individuals with um they have been doing jobs. They have been going to work, not every one of them,
4: mm-hmm.
5: but, um, and that is fulfilling, but what the difference, and I think it's hard to explain is that they have super gifts, super and what we call um, not superpowers, but super okay. talent, maybe is a better yeah. word. They have super talents that a typical um, adult that is going to work every day may not have. And we talk about the spectrum and we talk about, you know, I think in our world, when we're discussing and we're talking, and this is the age of inclusion and diversity and making sure everybody has a part. I think this is a group of people who have been left out. Uh, They've been hidden from the world. Yeah, they've been hidden from the world for many, many, many years. And I think today with special education in the school, that's helped tremendously, but it's not enough. And so at the Center of Family Love, what we want to do Is create not just an opportunity for them to work, but create within our within them the ability to discover, to develop, and to see those talents um, come alive. So that what we've realized is we have individuals that have a unique gift in, I mean, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Maybe they see colors more distinctly because that's what they really know and understand. Maybe they understand numbers, details. Maybe someone would understand animal empathy. That's something that the veterinarians, we have, what we're doing right now, Greg, is we're growing in the field of not only discovering their talents, but discovering how they learn. We all learn differently. And if we are taught The best way for us to learn, then we learn so much more, and our learning never stops. It never. It would be a horrible thing if I say, "Greg, we're never going to teach you anything (laughs) else. You never need to read anything. You are at your limit." Yeah, and and really, that's all. Your IQ is set at this, and we're we're going. That's where we're going to leave you. That's where I think we failed this generation because we we didn't realize they have so much more than what their IQ is. And, um, so saying all of that, we've got some exciting things that are happening for one. We started with, we're going to build a building that will help us to develop what everything that I just told you that we're going to develop and discover the talents within, And we're not only going to do that. We're going to, um, partnership with other people to help us to do this. And it's it's amazing how I just see God's work in, in all of this because it's grown so much bigger than I would have ever dreamed. Hmm. And it's not because of anything I've done or anything that um it just started from a small concept and we're discovering more and more every day. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. So we're going to build a building and it's going to be located um, in northwest Oklahoma City, outside. Uh, it's in Canadian County, but right near um, Francis Tile, around that yeah. area. It's right on 178, which is Edmond Road. So it's near Deer Creek. It's near Oklahoma Northwest Oklahoma City, near Piedmont, um, and it's a great areas right off Kilpatrick Turnpike. That was. We had land that was donated. We have 80 acres. So that helped us even to develop even more of an idea and a concept of how we can grow this. But this building will contain a performing arts studio where we can discover dance, singing, music abilities, uh, instruments, all kinds of ways to tap into those talents. Also have culinary art. Hmm. With the performing arts, which is what is really exciting is we're partnering with the Oklahoma City Ballet. Yeah, it's really awesome. And what they're allowing us to do for the first time, we are going to develop. They've been teaching uh, since COVID happened. We were we really that's what opened our eyes. We were locked down for almost two years completely where they had truly isolation, as we all did. We all were isolated and it gave us all the it gave us as an organization the empathy to realize what is it like to be left um <clears throat> in a world where nobody's uh communicating nobody's identifying um their talents like i said they're, they i feel like they've been hidden in terms of not hidden away um uh, in a in an actual body hidden away, but our internal hidden away, uh, what we can do internally for the world. So I say all that to say we've got, it's grown, we've come to this building, we realized we need partnerships, but the Oklahoma City Ballet gave us Zoom classes for our residents when we were in isolation. And that was the beginning of seeing talent, that they absolutely, it not only was therapeutic, But it also helped them physically, Mm -hmm. emotionally, and also when they learned to dance, they had a pride of, I can do something. More importantly, what we discovered is they can teach others like them to do the same. So it was a concept that grew that we are going to develop teachers. Many of them want to be teachers to other individuals who struggle like them. Mm -hmm. And so... The Oklahoma City Ballet is allowing us to train their teaching, our individuals, how to teach other individuals their, what they've learned. Oh. So that's one example of what we're going to do in this building. When I mentioned culinary arts, we're going to have, which we already do, I think you know a little bit about that. We've done farm to table. We grow our own vegetables and herbs and plants, and we've done a lot of horticulture throughout the years while we have so much land, that gives Mm -hmm. us an opportunity to do even more. So more produce, more farm to table. Some of the partners that we have already working with us are uh, many of the top chefs in Oklahoma. So we're partnering with the Petroleum Club, Jamil's, Cattleman's, Vast, La Baguette's, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they are so excited that we are, At this culinary school, we will develop with them a curriculum in association with Redlands College and USAO coming together to develop perfect training, developing, um, designing a new generation of sous chefs and designing a new generation of people who can help with the workforce industry Crisis right now, uh, the shortage of staff, and so that's another area that we're going to develop. We're also developing animal therapy. I told you a little bit about our our residents really can not only have empathy but emotional connection with animals. We've seen it. We have one of our residents has a uh, bearded dragon as a pet, mm-hmm. and she has literally trained this bearded dragon to be house trained It goes to the door tells her when she needs when she needs to take him outside I mean it's incredible and we see this uh talent and this uh, unusual gift that I have no idea how that even works but um, <laughs> animal therapy where we could have dog grooming or kennels or where we could keep um you know, there's just so much we could do, especially, like I said, with all the land. Another part of that building will be physical therapy and training, uh, working with top therapists to come out and help us uh, develop them physically as well as emotionally and mentally. So it's it's really exciting times we're having. I mean, these are going to be cutting edge programs, nothing like what we've done in the past. As I said, we've had training and development, but not to this degree and not to where we can design ballet teachers, artists, um, entrepreneurs, teachers, assistants, like I mentioned, and really helping them to become leaders in the world. They've never been given that kind of an opportunity to where they can lead others and teach others. I mean, what we're talking about sounds so big (laughs) that It sounds very daunting, but it's also going to change the world. This is something that is revolutionary, just like those pioneers in the 80s. This is something that needs to be contagious throughout not only the United States, not only Oklahoma, but really needs to be. Everyone needs to grasp um, and learn. And as we are, we're learning every day. I mean, we're discovering more and more. It's it's as i described to someone earlier i said it's kind of been the snowball effect it started just little and it just kept growing and it just kept accumulating more and more and more so it's exciting times it really is
0: absolutely well and and uh even with all of the stuff that that's that's in the works and is yet to come, you guys also have uh, uh, quite a few programs that are ongoing and ways that people can uh, can support the center of family love uh, while still just making purchases. you guys do uh, there's a gift shop and a garden center um, and, and uh, you also uh, are, are working with a, a CFL uh, filter center is that right?
5: Oh my gosh, yes. So we've had the CFL filter center for many years. And what we do is we, we, our residents, the people who live with us go to work. There's 23 that go to work in our filter uh, manufacturing and they hand make every single filter. Um, And we have different levels of quality. And I will tell you, some of the people who just recently who have, are purchasing um, our filters said, "I said thank you for purchasing our filters," and they said, "Those are the best filters we have <laughs> ever bought. They last longer. They're higher quality. They're better." And I said, "Oh wow, I, yeah. I, it really makes a difference." We sell those filters to all of the state organiz- all the state offices, so the capital, anybody that's so that is primarily one yeah, I mean, in my office. So. You you do? okay well, very good and then besides the filters we also as you said we have a horticulture where we grow our own plants and, and gardens and herbs and they are for purchase we do big sales during christmas with poinsettias easter lilies during easter and then just the the reg- regular seasonal things. so absolutely another thing we have is a floral shop where we our residents—that's another talent that I—we've tapped into. Our residents have learned from our florist how to design how to design the most beautiful flower arrangements you will ever know, hmm. you'll ever see. Um, we are a partner with Teleflora, so we can deliver filters. I mean, we can deliver <laughs> flowers, filters or flowers, however you want it. We can deliver flowers anywhere in the world because we have that opportunity with Telefloral. So anytime you purchase a floral arrangements, no matter where you are, we can take care of you. And it helps, it goes right back into our organization to support our residents, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, we also have partnerships currently where some of our residents go to work every day outside of the organization as well. But those are our primary. We also have a gift shop yeah. and it's just a local <laughs> gift shop, small, but we'd love for you to come anyone to come out and support us with purchases there. And then you can see what we're all about. But it's exciting. Probably the biggest thing people don't realize is we are not supported by any entity. We're not supported by uh, the Catholic uh, Archdiocese. We're not supported by the Knights of Columbus. Individuals from churches, individuals from the Knights of Columbus, individuals from all over the state, support us and of course foundations as well we get we do apply for grants and we get that but we as an organization do not charge for any of our services to our residents in the event that they cannot afford it and 99 percent cannot afford it 99 of our residents yeah. so because of that i think we have one or two individuals that can afford it and have uh, <clears throat> truly helped us with that but those who cannot we have to raise two million dollars a year in order to support those needs and we've done that for many years and of course the cost goes up Hmm. uh, each year but we do numerous fundraisers we have individuals that support us foundations that support us so anytime um anyone would like to come out and learn more about our organization, we would absolutely love that because we do need support to continue this mission. Yeah. And um, as we build this new concept, the beautiful thing about this is we're going to have to raise money to build it, but it will be sustainable because we've realized um, we can get support and reimbursement for many of the things we're doing. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well,
0: one thing I I wanted to bring up, because this is part of why I I wanted to do this interview in the first place. Honestly, we uh, in our in our uh, most recent issue, we had um, some really great pictures uh, from the Center of Family Love and and uh, and some of what uh, was in there was with some of the some of the residents and and people who are working there who. Um, you know, various levels of, uh, developmental disabilities that sometimes lock people away a little bit, um mm-hmm. make it hard to communicate, make it hard to, um, to express themselves and, um, and, and through working, uh, and, and especially in this case in the, uh, in the garden center, um. I was reading that there are people who who have kind of become unlocked, who have um, uh, the smells and the and the tactile sensations um, have have kind of opened them up and and improved communication and 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 improved lives. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that.
5: Oh, my gosh. So what? that's just one example, but you're absolutely right. What we've realized, and that's why some of the chefs want to partner so closely with us, is they have that extra sensory ability where their smells are enhanced and their tastes are enhanced. And so they can certainly be a part of partnering with uh, chefs to discover tastes and, and, and that kind of, texture and all of that but you are absolutely right when those residents go to work when they discover their abilities when they sense it opens up more it opens up and it it brings out in them um, not only a passion and a desire and a a, and a pride but it also gives them the ability to say I can do more I want to do more because we had one resident that it is so incredible. He had been in a large group somewhere and, and lived somewhere else. And he came to us and brilliant guy. He's uh, uh, has autism. And so we have to be careful about his sensory because too much sensory would yeah. uh, make him nervous. And so and he also had um a hearing a, a little bit of a hearing deficit so it combined the two was just really really hard for him when we told him we were going to teach him and and show him some new things that he'd be doing he this is a guy that when he came to us slept in his room would not get out of his room just was not engaged didn't, and probably it was his autism and and we like each individual is separate just like you and me we all have yeah. different differing and varying abilities and disabilities we truly do all of us do yes i mean i have my own disabilities and my own (laughs) you know abilities but anyway we discovered we told him well we want you to go to work tomorrow david and we're gonna show you some things that boy and i say boy he was probably he's probably in his 45 he's about 45 he got up got dressed got was standing by the door waiting to go to work before, even before he had breakfast. And we're like, okay, we got to eat breakfast and then we'll get over there. (laughs) And So he did, but he just wanted, he wanted a mission. He wanted something to be able to do rather than exist, you know? And so he, he actually went over and he was working, I believe in culinary and it just opened his eyes to, wow, the world. You know, and I can be a part of that and I can discover me through that. So I think you're spot on. It's really it's an incredible gift that we can give to them, but they can also give back to us. Yeah,
0: man folks the uh the Center of Family Love uh is uh, is located in Okarchi, but they have uh, other locations um, and uh you can find out a whole lot more about it at centeroffamilylove.org uh as well as you can make purchases there. You could make donations there. Uh, you could volunteer, uh, through the website. Um, uh, Debbie, thank you so, so much for coming on uh-huh. and talking to us about, uh, your amazing organization. Um, I, I know that, uh, I've having read through the website a little bit, I know what great pride you take, um, in, in being a part of it. Um, and, uh, and it really shows, and, and thank you again for coming on and talking to us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot express how, uh, thankful I am for, for folks like you, um, uh, and, and for organizations like center of family love who are doing, who are, who are doing some incredibly important work. Um, and, and just, uh, soul saving heart touching work. Um, so, uh, please do everybody, uh, head to center of family uh, and learn more about uh, this really truly wonderful organization, um, that's doing so much for, for, uh, Oklahomans who frankly have, have been left behind. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm yes. I, uh, and by um, a filter, they're really great guys. They, they <laughs> last a long time.
5: <laughs> Greg, I cannot thank you enough for allowing uh, me to be here today. And I want to tell you that these are incredibly gifted, but more importantly, they're God's gift to the world. These, these individuals as we all are, are God's gift to the world. And if there is ever anyone who would love to join our team, we, um, We train, we will educate, and we will, and I don't mean just our residents, but anyone who wants to come along and work alongside with us and develop these programs and teaching or whatever we do, we'd love to have you volunteer or work for us. It'd be a great opportunity for anyone.
0: And one more thing I I, want to mention before we go uh, is that... um, this center of family love is not just for residents either. Uh, there are plenty of people who, uh, who find vocations and and education through your organization who still live with their families. Um, uh, and, and, uh, so it's not solely a residential. It's not like everybody has to be sent away from their family or anything like that. Although having a, a facility and a place for people who, who have outlived uh family members is certainly uh, a, a godsend as well um but uh, uh really do folks uh, centeroffamilylove.org uh it it's a uh, a wonderful wonderful organization and debbie thank you again for coming on
5: thank you appreciate it that
0: is so neat it really so is cool. i'm uh i'm i'm going to order some of those uh, uh some of those air filters uh that they're mm-hmm. uh, i think it's awesome that you can get this stuff and support this oklahoma yep. things uh, you need Institute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. All right, it's now time for us to once again plumb the depths of travelok.com's calendars for our weekly pod vents. And first up this week is Megan.
4: As you get older, it gets harder to get a medal. In your preschool and elementary school years, it's pretty easy. They dole them out less and less with every passing year, though. But on yeah. January 28th, if you show up at the Greenleaf Trail Run and finish your course, you will receive one of the shining, elusive discs to wear around your neck. You don't even have to do well. You just have to finish. You do, however, have to pay an entry fee and drive to Greenleaf State Park in Braggs. While you're there, you'll dash or maybe speed walk along the beautifully wooded pathways that wind through this charming. State Park. If you don't want to run the 8 or 12 mile course, you can just do the 4 miles. That is pretty manageable. Uh, you can also pay to virtually run the course, and I don't know how that works, but it's an option. I'm not sure if you get the medal though. You would have to call the event organizers or email them or something. For more information, visit. <sighs> HTTPS uh, colon slash slash runsignup.com slash race slash OK slash brags slash Greenleaf Trail Run or just Google Greenleaf Trail Run and yeah. you will probably find the page.
1: Google is your friend in this case.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lo-
0: thank you for including the HTTPS, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, I don't want to just send people to unsecured websites. Yeah. If you're listening yeah. in the car and didn't have a chance to write that down. Yeah, especially
4: where metals are yeah, concerned. That's exactly right. I know. <laughs> I think it's I a think, protocol
3: for a reason.
1: <laughs> I think when you run a virtual race, you um, you just do it and you tell them you did it. Like, oh, so I think you There's can... any way to track? They might send you one of those trackers mm. that you tie on your shoe. I don't know, but yeah,
0: that's mm. pretty cool though.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, uh, Ben, what's your
3: event this week? Well, before I begin, I just have a general question. Does anyone have any thoughts on favorite uh, Disney song? Yes. Of all time. Yeah. Yes, Carly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely eager to hear.
2: Colors of the Wind. Ooh, oh, I know. Oh. I know. Oh, I like the Harley. one that Scar
3: sings in uh,
2: Lion King. I just can't wait to be king?
3: No, no, no Scar. No. That's Simba. That's, I know. Yeah, Scar. I, I, I can't remember what it's called. It's a pretty good one. It is. is pretty good. Uh, I gotta Mother go with, Knows Best. Oh, Mother From Knows Best. Souls. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: No one's going to say oh, unfortunate Poor Unfortunate souls? souls? Oh, I love oh, that one, one. too. Yeah. Yeah. Fought some
3: jets. And some. Now so, I've got them, boys. The boss is on
4: a roll. Oh. There are some great songs in Aladdin as well. Yes. That's a copyright thing, I'm sorry.
3: Well, Um. I am asking because uh, my event is the uh, Oklahoma City Philharmonic uh, presents Disney in concert magical music from the movies. Oh. And uh, in lieu of a... um, in the moving event I'm going to briefly give my top five Disney songs uh, this is just based on me so it's purely subjective so number five I like uh, Gaston from Beauty and oh, the Beast oh yeah, uh, yeah big I never knew the lyrics to it I would just always throw in my own adjectives and it still works <laughs> yes yes uh, number four, uh, again, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, just the, the title song, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I think it's a very uh, nice and elegant. Uh, my cousin played it at his wedding, which I think oh, was okay. an interesting yeah. choice. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> yes. Depending Thunder. on which one of them yeah. is the beast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good old Mrs. Pottsworth. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, number three, um, I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Oh, okay. So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. Um... Uh, that's another one that was always I uh, was always, always had in my head uh, number two is uh, circle of life uh, is El- Elton John yeah. yes um and I know this is just subjective, so. And then number one <laughs> is uh, The Bare Necessities. Oh, oh yeah. Because, uh, Oh, I have to change
1: my answer then, because it's uh, that opening number from Robin Hood written by our very own Oklahoman Roger Miller. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's a good one.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, The Bare Necessities, my grandfather always played Baloo, when we were hanging out. So that song always reminds me of my grandfather. I love that. Yes. That's a
1: good, that's good. This has been the weekly Disney countdown. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
3: So again, it's uh, the Disney music in concert by the Philharmonic, uh, the Oklahoma City Philharmonic. Experience the music as you've never experienced it before. Two-night event. uh, They're bringing in guest vocalists. It's going to be really immersive. Um, Go to OKCPhil.org. The events are Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. All right.
1: Uh, Nathan, what's your event this week? So my event, actually, I'm really glad you gave me this one because I really love this one. Um, my event this week is a trout fishing tournament, which is also what every summer vacation I ever took with my family was. We'd drive up to Colorado. We'd set up our tents in a primitive campsite in the Collegiate Peaks region, if you know where that is, and spend one to two weeks standing waist deep in streams seeing who could catch the biggest trout. And I won exactly one time in the summer of 1996. It was the best summer of my life. Um, you're almost certainly better at trout fishing than me. Um, and if you want to teach your kids this fine art, take them to Perry on January twenty third for the annual trout fishing tournament at CCC Lake. There will be prizes for largest fish, smallest fish. I love that. There's a prize for smallest fish. Like that's great, because um, that I would have won it throughout my throughout my youth. Uh, and there's also a prize for biggest stringer. And so if and if you need to take a break to refuel, there will be food trucks galore. Get there early because the first three kids to register and participate are going to receive a free fishing pole. That's very cool. Um, please remember. that that a state fishing license is required to take part on all on behalf of all people uh you can visit wildlife to get yours uh, our good friends over there will help you out and if you want more info about perry's trout fishing tournament you can call 580-336-4684 all right there we go
0: 4684 all right carly what's your event this week
2: to slow things down for a minute. Let's get comfortable. (laughs) Slip into our silky jams that always seem to be blowing in the wind even though we're indoors. (laughs) Girl or boy, something just ain't right. I can tell that the world's got you twisted. That nobody is giving you all of that good love you deserve. We'll get out of those pajamas and slide into the BOK Center in Tulsa January 28th for the Oklahoma R&B Bash. The show's main event is a legendary Keith Sweat. After hearing his smooth vocal stylings on songs like Make It Last Forever, Get Up On It, and How Deep Is Your Love. You might even realize can't nobody else give you that love you need except you. Check out BOKCenter.com to buy tickets.
1: (laughs) I just want to amend, get out of the pajamas and put on some
0: regular clothes. Yes,
2: (laughs) that's what I meant.
0: Yes, (laughs) Please be clothed. At this event, at all at all we events, we have been telling you about any time on this lives. podcast. Yeah.
1: We will please thank you. be close. <laughs> we will thank you for keeping your clothing on. Thank you. Mm, some people yeah. just are not. That does sound to us. Fun, no. That does sound like fun. <laughs> uh,
0: my event this week is actually almost more of a cry for help. Not for me. There's no helping me, but for the Tulsa Oilers hockey team, uh-huh. as Okies, it's not weird to root for oil. It's kind of been our state's rallying cry since the beginning. But we really need Need folks out there cheering on Sunday when the team from Allen, Texas comes to play. No. Some team names are just cheating, and this is like the top of the heap. The Allen Americans? <gasps> Come on. If you, no. So they're going to say if you root against them, what? You're not patriotic, you're anti American? No. This is Oklahoma. We're just anti Texas, anti-Texas. as always. Yeah. <laughs> get out, show some state pride at the BOK Center. Tickets range from $17 to $57, but those $57 tickets are the ones that where somebody gets smashed into the glass, like right in front of you. So if so you've got fun. the money, go for that. So fun. Visit TulsaOilers.com to get your seats locked in. Uh, and the sound of uh, the Oklahoma Today staff being smashed against the glass means that this <laughs> episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Join us again next week for more of the best Oklahoma has to offer. In the meantime, head to oklamatoday.com, pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now, look for the big yellow cover with the delicious Thai food oh, on it So good. and send your feedback to oktpod at travelok.com so we can talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly abar Megan Rossman and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklamatoday.com
2: Goodbye.
5: Bye.